0: Top of the morning to you. It's oh. the seventeenth of March, twenty fifteen. It's a stupidly small podcast. Hello, I'm Sue Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark.
1: I'm not sure. I say, I say, How's your potatoes? Oh, How's your
0: oh, potatoes?
1: that's good morning to all of our Irish listeners, and a, and a, a personal apology to you. I'm a Farrell. I, I can. I can. You're share. not an O'Farrell. I'm drinking my green coffee. Do you, do you live <laughs> in Ireland?
0: I did for a time. Donnie Gaul, in fact.
1: That's what mm. I thought. Did you run into many people who spoke like that?
0: <laughs> it's a very uh, <laughs> specific dialect at that far northern part Beautiful. of the Emerald Isle. And hello to everyone mm. uh, that may be Irish or pretend to be on this special day. It's <laughs> drink like an idiot day. St. <laughs> uh, really Patrick's is. Day. I think, is this the only place in the world that celebrates no. this non-day? No. Oh, and hang on. Let me, I'm just mm. channeling, mm, let me guess, you lived in Boston once, right?
1: Oh, well, you're just you're <laughs> just giving us a, you're, the background to Ireland because you lived in Ireland for half an hour. Well, eight months. It but, a very know. specific accent. A very, a very
0: well, few. I did. It, it was a fantastic time in my life. Young man running a youth hostel on the edge of the ocean.
1: That uh, sounds kind of
0: nice. Yeah, well, it's kind of nice. I'd have a new... Influx of backpackers every couple of days. It found this young Australian man very exotic. Wow! But anyway, you used to live in Boston.
1: No, I'm not going to talk about Boston. I'm oh, just saying, really? Americans... Is Boston
0: taking out an injunction on you?
1: <laughs> Shut up!
0: <laughs> Restraining order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how very dear No, it is
0: St. Patrick's Day and it's, it's
1: celebrated a lot in the Western world by people who think they're Irish. That's right. all I'm saying.
0: Well, can I i am gonna let you know one little secret. Yeah. One tiny little secret. Uh-huh. I was uh, it would have been in the nineties at You're the You're so Dan. proud
1: of yourself over there. Yeah. Uh, how so? Uh you just got this little smug grin. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Oh, it's stupid o'clock. Uh-huh. It's stupid o'clock. Oh God. <laughs> You've got to stop doing that It's St. Patrick's Day And
0: Well the story That is
1: going uh, <laughs> Make you Irish well,
0: speaking Irish And uh-huh. um, I was at the Dan O'Connell With a bunch of friends I would have been a teenager Merely a man
1: The local Merely a man <laughs> The uh, A pub
0: in Melbourne Yes mm. And and uh, it likes to be Irish uh, once a year because it's quite profitable. It
1: used to be Irish all the time. used to smell a lot of diddly diddly They music. played lots of diddly diddly music.
0: Now they have 21st and, and taco specials. Yeah.
1: And, um, <coughs> and then once a year, most diddly Irish pubs <laughs> that no, but, but they don't do diddly diddly. Even on St Paddy's Day, they do... Look at Damien. Throw your arms around. Like no, no, no. no. That's, <laughs> That's hunters and collectors. <laughs> That's most Australian song ever? Not that. <laughs> uh, <Bye. laughs> I still haven't found. One I'm. You know, you can hear it from blocks away. It's just like every U2 song on repeat for mm. 14 hours. So, well, that sounds like heaven. It right? is absolute hell on earth, and I know this because it's uh, good if you like U2. I've lived very close to the Dan for uh, no. at times in my life.
0: Yeah. And I was there as a young man. Yes. And I thought, oh, you know, it would be pretty cool to be Irish or whatever. This before, I even, before I even went overseas. And I remember at certain points um, in my speaking, I, I was adding a little Irish lift. Oh, my God. Like a loser. Like a straight up loser. Like 100%. I'm,
1: up 100%. I'm owning it. 100% loser. I'm owning did it. Did you do it like you did it there with the, with the good morning thing that you did before that we're never going to speak about again? No, I did it properly. Well, show me properly then. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You sound like. You can't
0: do it under the, uh, on demand. You need a few Guinnesses like under your mouth. You belt. have
1: got. You need a few Guinnesses. Marbles well, in your mouth and you're speaking underwater. I do Tom and, that and makes Brando it... <laughs> doing
0: Irish. I could have broken your order for your country of yours. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was Brando doing uh, an Irishman. Now. Impersonation's over.
1: <laughs> Thank the you Lord. You did mention that mm. uh,
0: the Dan O'Connell, the pump up the road... Yep. ...is uh, setting up... It's Right now they're diverting bike traffic. Oh, because yeah. It's no, so, it's it's so important, important that uh, the imbeciles get from the toilet to the U2 cover band. Yeah. So we can't uh, The walk. toilet
1: of which they have three. So every back lane in the whole of Cardiff, They must
0: have paid off the residents in a big down. way. I'm well, assuming because... The streets are closed. They're yeah. sitting on the stages. Yeah. And it just it reminded me as I, I cycled across to your home this morning, mm. the stupidly big headquarters. Correct. Yep. Um, of how freaking annoying, yep. how private developers and how private enterprise has taken over the personal space of the average Joe. Mm. And I'll be the average George, dear. Oh,
1: <laughs> you said over, buddy. <laughs> you can't do yeah, that. You yeah. can't just come back with one. Oh,
0: and, well, that, it's funny. He said you can't do that because the, when I was in Ireland, there was a great public service announcement that, and, and to this day, I always remember the joke. And it was, oh, you're not going to tell oh, a I'm, joke with an accent. Wow. Now, so <laughs> Farrell, this they is had, not good. It was like a public service announcement about you know, oh. don't, don't
1: bash your kids like or I something make important a public like that. Service announcement. Now, well, you can. Right? Okay, you know how some people have spoiler alerts. Yeah. Uh, this is a terrible alert. The following is bound to be terrible. If you've listened, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I do apologise. Mm-hmm. Welcome. A quick joke. Stuart can't tell a joke and he can't do an accent, so this is a corker. Look forward to it, Ready? ladies and gentlemen. On St <laughs> Patrick's Day, the
0: international joke. So I had these kids all standing around. <laughs> they had all these kids standing around and they were talking about uh, something. I don't know. And then the, the it's very quick, and then the <laughs> you should keep out saying how quick it is. Yeah, well, it lengthens it, but and uh, they uh, one of the kids goes, "Oh, so what did you call your son?" <laughs> and, and um, the the kid like, "Oh, we called him Nathan," and the other kids goes, "You can't call him Nathan. You got to call him something." And uh, that to me was like the funniest joke. That's how lonely I was. In fact, in Ireland, I was so lonely and bored because, you know, the forever parading uh, thing of Scandinavian people and Americans did get bored and I'd find myself just with the sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely. Have you been to bed? (laughs) Yes. In this hostel, in this hostel, I'd leave the doors open. It was summertime. Yeah. And the baby sheep would come in and sunbake on my carpet. So... It would be me and the sheep, right? <laughs> and but I found myself feeling so homesick at times that I'd watch Neighbours, and then really get not teary, but I'd I'd exhale in a deep manner when the Ten Australia thing would come up at the end of Neighbours, and so it was just me and the sheep and Ten Australia.
1: Wow! Yeah, that's the saddest story you ever told. You got call him
0: Norton. You've got to call him Nathan. <laughs> No, no, that's <laughs> not the
1: joke, Stu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, my bugbear is like private enterprise oh my. can impinge. Goodness me. Oh, that's wrong.
1: So, yeah, it can impinge on what? Thousands public people. Spa- yeah, yeah, like ah, oh, look, the you worst.
0: know what? Hello, my name's Giorgio Morodo, and I'm about to build this yep. block of flats. Yep.
1: That's a, that was the example I was about yeah, to go and to. And they close off half the road, they close off all the streets that oh. you're supposed to have access to. For a private development, uh, yeah. And for under what, for no, what reason
0: exactly? It was happening the other day, and I just about lost it.
1: Yeah, days. and it, let alone like a a public event. I mean, I understand that you know, a public event, there is something, but they seem to not give it. They don't care remotely. There's no consideration given to that stuff. Like, no. um, who was it was telling me the other day? They were trying to get somewhere, and the air show was on, and they couldn't get anywhere to to they couldn't get why not Well, because they were go- they were going to somewhere sort of in the Werribee area which is right. near where the thing was but like there was not a single turn off they could go to and lining the streets stopping them from going through were who private developer you know people paid for by no there police cops. right police yeah. So, you know you can't go through here and yeah. and these guys were like you know, let me let me through. I, you know, this is a public road. I'm going to my friend's party. They mm. live through there. I can almost see their house. Yeah. Why can I not go on this road just because there's a an air show? Mm. And eventually this friend of mine was so, um, you know, insistent with the cop. The cop's like, oh, just go through, mate. Like go through the actual air show to get to the friend's thing. Oh. And so they went through. But like, you know, this is.
0: The air show is, is an annoying one too because it's half of it's private. So or two, it's not even open to the public. It's like uh, for bigwigs that want to walk around and buy a learjet or you know, the, really? the Russian army that wanna like check out some new technology and perhaps order a few planes and all this sort of stuff.
1: Is it's it? like
0: the height of screw you society.
1: Oh they're gonna get an angry letter about this. Why? Because oh, we got on about the Grand Prix from not Andrew, not Andrew. Andrew. Good Andrew, good Andrew, good Andrew, the
0: uh, mayor the Grand of Grand Prix, Albert Park Park, the Grand Prix loving <laughs> good Andrew. I was thinking about that letter yesterday, actually, and I was thinking, did we go too hard? And I don't think we did. Actually, we we dissected it. <laughs> no, sure,
1: he was he was he went hard, and we went hard back. It was a robust discussion. It was a robust discussion. We should have more of them. Stupid.
0: Now, mm-hmm. we've been very missed at the top of this show this yes. Tuesday, the 17th of March oh, 2015, no. to be sure. Yeah, I
1: thought we'd moved on. Yes, no, we
0: haven't. We couldn't move on for the whole Terrible. day.
1: I'm you gonna drink,
0: you... I'm gonna have the green, green wheat beaks oh. for my breakfast.
1: Oh. oh, it's maybe some green eggs. No, home. it's not getting any funnier. <laughs> Just FYI, it doesn't get funnier, it you gets more get... authentic. Epa! wow. Ah. Did you know that you <laughs> proof in the pudding, but that you get worse at accents as you get older? Oh. Did you know that?
0: Well, I might be the exception.
1: <laughs> that really worries me about the accent you were doing in your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren yes. Before we go any further, you know yep. what I've been? An Where? idiot. What?
0: Why Line Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah no. true, yeah. I've been hiding it quite well. But now, <laughs> now it is time because we have a stupidly small podcast sponsor that we haven't even thanked at the top of the show. Outrageous. Yeah. And when I was in Ireland, yeah, every morning.
1: Did you live in Ireland? Hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> every morning. <laughs> yes.
0: The sheep would come into the hostel.
1: Did you give him a little cuddle? You I gave him a little I gave cuddle, a little didn't pat you? Son. Oh, we had a bit you of sheep. S- time. You and your little sheep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, each sheep. It was an amazing... Uh, I, I thought it was a bit weird, but then you get used to it. Mm. But each sheep, for some reason, because we were on the coast of whatever ocean hangs out the top of Ireland, right. would bring in their mouth a fresh calamari. <laughs> and I would think, say, thank you, sheepy, and give him a donut. And then I'd head <laughs> into the kitchen and gut and skin this calamari and chop it up. And every day I'd say to myself, if only there was a company... Where, you know, I like going to fates and markets mm. and, uh, you know, popping into seaside locales. If only there was a company that could provide me with just a sensible, well-seasoned cone of said calamari. Mm. Lo and behold, years later, I do a podcast with my good friend, Lauren Clark, and there's a company that comes to us and says, hi, guys, big fan, Um, would love to sponsor your podcast. You know what that company is? What? The Flying Calamari Brothers. You know what they provide? Don't tell me they provide sensible cones of... <laughs> Well-seasoned calamari. Well-seasoned. I can't believe... Like, eventually, something in your life clicks. And that has happened now. So, if you want to know what the Flying Calamari Brothers do, why don't you head to the Flying... or don't go to the... Just go to flyingcalamaribrothers.com.au. Yeah. You know what I didn't do? What? Is ring them up and ask them where they're going to be. So, today, yeah, at the end of the show, when we do our second plug for our fantastic... Stupidly Small Podcast sponsor. Yeah. We'll just pretend they're going to be somewhere and we'll talk more calamari. There is, a thank list. You there
1: is a list on their website of places they do visit regularly too, so you can check that
0: out. Oh, they've got regular places. But so mm. anyway, thanks to those guys. They are our sponsor for this week, the Flying Calamari Brothers.
1: Legends. Uh, hey, Stu, mm. we heard uh, over the weekend, I think, uh, from the original. Do you remember who the original uh, bureau chief was? Ooh. The original bureau chief uh was self-nominated, um, was the is the is the bureau chief of Tasmania. Legend. Yeah, Anthony Morgan. And uh he has uh been in touch. Now I was on was just mentioned on Twitter a while ago that uh I got a <laughs> a what are they called? Chinese uh um, no 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 you know, predict your future. Dragon, Oh, cracker. China, yeah, uh, that's fortune it. cookie. Fortune cookie. <laughs> Chinese cracker. <laughs> Chinese cracker. <laughs> that's a prawn cracker. This is the most culturally appropriate episode well, of you this know podcast that we've had for some time. If you can rude to other cultures occasionally, then what have we got left? Right. Okay. Um, uh, so, anyway, I said, I put a picture up on Twitter of this uh, really dull. Like, you know when you get one of those, you're like at least – At least you should say you'll be rich in three weeks or whatever. Mm. It said something like, hope is a good word for chance or something. Like something that You'll wake up tomorrow. It didn't mean anything. Right. It was the most meaningless thing ever. And uh, Anthony seems to have responded to that. So uh, let's have a listen to this.
2: Hello, Stuart and Lauren. Uh, Nothing to report from the Tasmania desk. Tasmania's just sitting quietly being Tasmania. Uh, I did hear, though, Lauren, you uh, complaining about a pretty crummy fortune that you got in a fortune cookie. And uh, I'm quite good at them, so I thought I'd knock you up a couple. All right, so, Lauren, here is yours. Hang on. Here we go. The road to wisdom is paved with pumice. And the workers who gather the pumice stones and grind them and form them into the bed have traveled. To the very end of the road to wisdom, and then come back again to do maintenance. All right, Stuart, let's get yours. Here we go. The road to wisdom is a tricky road to travel, but fear not stumbling and falling or you will merely exfoliate a bit of your leg. All right, good luck with the week with your fortunes and um there you go, good luck. Well, Stu, look,
1: our bureau chiefs really go beyond the call of duty for a bu- for, for bureau chiefs. We've been hearing from a few of them recently, but that 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 was uh probably the most uh informative. Am I able rather to
0: rather than say a report from our Tasmanian bureau chief. Yeah. Can we
1: call it Morg's Morsels? Morg's <laughs> morsels. You really have you have had have you had no sleep? I've had four hours. You're you're in an extraordinary form this morning. <laughs> an extraordinary form, not extraordinary oh. form. No, no. That's uh that let's put it to the committee. Uh
0: who's on the committee?
1: The listeners. You. No, everybody. Okay, great. Morgue's morsels. Morgue's morsels. If anybody likes Morgue's <laughs> morsels as a title, anybody at all. If you all, say it like that, that's the... Oh. Morgue's morsels. <laughs> I hope we hear from him again because I'd like to know what... He threatened uh, to... Re- he do another one. What What? my pumicey future is. A road paved with pumice. Yeah. Gee, the delivery's good, isn't it? I mean, the crack of mm. the, of the, so of the cookies produced. and the... Just he's just he's got that gravitas. I believe him. I believe that he's the a very road believable is... man.
0: I he did a show at the Trades Hall last year, mm. and I went and saw it. it was just him talking.
1: Yeah, he's doing another one by the way at the, at the Comedy Festival.
0: Oh, well, we'll mention that at the end of the program, then yeah. perhaps put a link up because it is well worth going. To, I mean, I'm not saying this purely because he is a stupidly small bureau chief, right? But I wouldn't that's... do that. Although that does weigh heavily in his favour. It does. But the show itself. Yeah. Was uh, he knows a what tour he's doing. De force. He knows what he's doing. He
1: certainly does. It was fantastic. If you want to hear someone stand on stage and it's speak, r- it's real stand up, and he's really proper stand up. Yeah, yeah. Real. And also, Piers, he only he only ever comes for about half an hour.
0: It did a long. I thought it was a longer session last time. But yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I think last time was, and this time it's mm. going back to not so much. So not uh, so much. Anyway, he's excellent. Has the Italians covered tonight? Yep. Oh, wow, not so much. <laughs> oh my how did I let that slip? I didn't even notice. <laughs> Goodness me. Um we heard from Chris, the Caram Downs correspondent. Okay. Uh reporting yesterday that he she he uh has hey, she, hey, she, Well hey. it's Twitter, you never know. Um uh, can report I've seen a fox running across the street in Wannan Street in Marabin. Whoa. Uh, and he's in, after interviewing locals, I found there is a skulk of foxes in the area, which are mainly seen in the morning. Is the skulk the collective noun for foxes? I would imagine so, because he's a bureau chief. He knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Uh, well, I, I'm not one to... Collective noun <laughs> foxes. <laughs> uh, as he Googles. Well, I mean, and, you know, the collective
0: nouns uh, thing is a very uh, fertile topic for... um skulk. For... You know, talk back people that don't oh, have I much know. of a clue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you got the murder and uh, the bastard and whatever yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, Um But skulk is one I've never come across.
1: No, skulk's great. It's a river. Cause it's perfect, cause because it's perfect. Because it's such a description. I was, yeah,
0: because, you know, you,
1: skulk, you skulked along that little... Uh, That's it. And now I know what it means. Hey, speaking of uh, talk back topics, the other day I had a conversation with my mate who lives in Castlemaine who said that, in Castlemaine, in Victoria, there is an absolute problem, like a plague, with European wasps. Right?
0: Oh, that was all over radio yesterday. This is a
1: thing, right? Mm. We were talking about this like a few weeks ago, and she was saying, like, you you go to you can't eat outside in an outside thing because they just go straight to the food. and They're like six above your meal, mm. right? Right above your meal, and then yeah, two weeks later, it was all over. Uh, the media, and I just saw, you know, European wasps, uh, some people are worried that they're becoming a plague. What do you think, right? (laughs) And I thought, this won't take off. And I went back later and had something like 5.7K next to the, you know, how many comments there are. What are people saying that's not yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so the European
0: wasp. I don't know about you, but as a young man, European wasps were... Uh, the Boogeyman. Terrifying. Look, if we had an Australian Boogeyman, it yeah, was the yeah. European wasp. Because yeah, if sure. you put your can of Leeds Cola down yeah, or Leeds yeah. Lemonade <laughs> down, you're going to be dead. Because if you don't so watch your true. can, you know, yeah. don't, don't put your Fanta down. Because yeah. the European wasps are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were the bad guy, weren't they? Yeah, that's right. And they seem to have went away. Now
1: they're back. They disappeared for... They weren't a problem. They weren't the Boogeyman. They were the like, wasps. Get a... F- Look at this guy climbing Can do? drinking anyway. uh, Don't you think it's the... I think it's the sign of the apocalypse, but I have no science to base what, that on, except mean, for the bees thing, the fact that bees are disappearing.
0: Well, the bees are going. But does it mean that we, we lack any real uh, bad guys at the moment? Like if the Euro wasps are now our biggest uh, threat, are we lacking
1: any sort is, of threat? This is you who lives in the city and has never seen a snake in Australia. So you've never seen a snake in Australia. That still blows my mind. Why? Because you can't. Do you can't get to this age and not have seen a snake?
0: No, it's through careful planning. It's not. But well, you've them, never been to the bush. <laughs> I've
1: been to the bush, but the snake. Have you are, been? Have you been bushwalking?
0: Look, I tell you one thing about snakes.
1: Oh, here we go. They're, They're more scared person. of
0: us than, they, uh, uh, than we are of them. Don't okay. Even. No, I haven't been bushwalking. You've never been bushwalking. Well, I've walked in the
1: bush. I You've mean, never been. I, you know what?
0: I've walked in the bush, but I haven't uh, said. Boop. I'm now officially bu- uh, bushwalking.
1: Have you walked for a day in the bush? Why, unless I was stranded on the car down. Right. So there's why you haven't seen a snake. No, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm an, an idiot. Stranded on the car <laughs> break. Down. I went bushwalking with you not early this Christmas. That was not a bushwalk. <laughs> We walked. <laughs> we walked through some bushland. Yeah, that's for, pretty what, bushy. Half an hour.
0: I was close to an hour.
1: Tops forty. Well,
0: that co- that constitutes a walk, surely, in it anyone's was language.
1: Absolutely beautiful, by the way, in anyone's language. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> hey, look! There's someone flying overhead. Good morning, Will Anderson. Morning. Um, oh, we can actually see the plane through
0: Sorry. That was really bad. I actually just that. Look, there's a excellent radio. Well, it's not radio for a start, but there's a matchbox-sized hole in your roof. Yes. And and when I heard Will Anderson flying across, I looked up and I actually saw the plane. I got excited. Very, as you would call it, bad radio.
1: (laughs) So it's not radio. What is it? it? Very bad. No, it is. In that sense, it is.
0: All right. Well, it's yeah, just, if you're describing things that other people that are listening can't see, it is very bad radio. It's extremely
1: poor. Yeah. Unless you were to describe, uh, I just saw it and it had one of those traily, you know, flags behind it that said stupidly small Top podcast is the worst or something. Well, that's, that's Stephen
0: I mean? Fry's plane, but he's been away for uh, has He's he? doing an overseas show.
1: Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, hey, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's Tuesday and this is usually Tuesday. and on
0: Tuesday-like, isn't
1: it? It's very on Tuesday. Like, mm. what's going on? Now, Morgz's moment. Mo- Mo- no, it's not Morgs's no. moment. You've forgotten. What was it? Morgz's morsel. Morgz's morsel. See, worse. Morgz's moment. I'd almost come at. Oh, stupid.
0: Babe, speaking of morsels.
1: <laughs> God, we've well, had I, everything in this. Well, episode, I didn't want to just
0: offend like other nations. I want now <laughs> half the population. Um, speaking of morsels. Yes. Well, you know when you wake up, and uh, ordinarily, mm. and uh, I'm, I'm going to let the listeners into a little secret, oh, okay? Always but good. But when yeah. I come into your home slash the stupidly big headquarters mm-hmm. slash the start of something big, yeah, um, it always smells oh like kippers, because oh. you are quite partial to frying up some kippers in the morning. You? And remember that, remember we met, and you always had the kippers, and there was like
1: it was like the back of a, uh, a cartoon restaurant. There was fish spines everywhere at yeah, the front. I must say I've never had a kipper the whole time I've met you, right. known you. But then. Went through a kipper phase in my early 20s, but never had a kipper phase since. Yeah. And then I said, Lauren, Lauren, come here, come here. This is an amazing fantasy. Yeah. See, look, have a look at my bag. Come here. In your what? My bag. Oh, thank God. What do you think I said? Pants. pants. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, have a look at my pants. I <laughs> uh, yeah. this is going to offend half the population. <laughs> no, have a yeah. look at my bag.
0: Yeah. And he said, what are those slimy tubes? And I said, just wait. Set me up a wok and a bit of oil. Oh, those slimy tubes in your pants, yeah. In my bag.
1: I know, but still, it's in my head.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I cu- I pulled out some slimy tubes.
1: Is this supposed to be advertising <laughs> a business? <laughs> It's telling a story. That's what it's doing. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to our sponsors. I deep
0: fried these little bad boys. Put them on some paper towel, and presented them to you in a cone. And you said to me, and I will never forget this as long as I live. Right. If only someone did this on a commercial level. (laughs) And I could eat this at fates, parties, bloody car shows, anywhere down the other coast. And I said, Lauren, one day that dream will become true. And you know what's happened? What? It's happened. Wow. The Flying Calamari Brothers are this week's Stupidly Small (laughs) Podcast sponsor. They must be so happy. (laughs) Look, they're a business that understands the value of alternative advertising. Right. Right? Can I say the word advertising? I think I can. No, Knock yourself out we, I mean, we've already offended the Australian Podcasters Guild Or whatever they're called the Yeah, MP no, they show. don't like us much We are the bad boys of the podcast oh, We with, so are, we, we don't we, care Like with the Richard Stubbs Mavericks. and uh, Pedro Callahan. What? In, in the XYZoo days Okay, back in the, the heady days of uh, AM radio Don't they,
1: really know what you're talking about You don't know
0: sure. the XYZoo? No Oh, Callahan and Stubbs, they ruled the airwaves from the AM dial Oh Fantastic Sounds delightful. Yeah. I don't know. I think I had an XYZoo sticker. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, and but, and they used to talk about wanting a cone of calamari too. Now we can all do it, ladies and gentlemen. Head to flying They are, And I can say this from experience. Yeah. Provide the nicest calamari in a cone and a very nice little big cos lettuce leaf as well just for freshness. Oh, nice. Uh, anywhere in
1: Australia. You kind of sold me. I kind of want one. So do I.
0: So thanks to those guys. They they keep us going. Businesses like yours are very special
1: us. They really are. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you to you, Stu Farrell. For How are we going? Nothing in my phone. Ludicrous. Ludicrous morning. Are we no, going? To, I don't, I, I don't I, have anything, I, in anything. Mind. I don't have anything in mine either. I mean, I do, but I can't remember any of it. I got a photo of Green Guinness. Okay, great. You got a photo mm. of Green Guinness.
0: Are We gonna head down to Dan O'Connell.
1: Oh, I imagine that's where our um, debrief meeting will be, don't Ooh, you? Oh, yes. <laughs> Knees up. Knees up, <laughs> debrief meeting, all the right words. So, Lauren Clark. Yes. Been It has. Say, what more can we is do my, on this? Is this is my favourite Tuesday. Usually Tuesdays are oh. total shambles, but well. this is a total shambles in a totally different way. It's like Christmas for idiots. Christmas for idiots. That's it. <laughs> Apologies to anyone that actually celebrates St. Patrick's
0: in a meaningful way. That is true. But I don't know what he did anyway. Didn't he take all the rats out of Dublin?
1: Oh, you know what? We don't have time to do <laughs> your version of <laughs> He did. Look, you can't call him Nathan. Oh, you have no. to call him something. No, hmm. no. If you'd like to find us, and I don't know why you would, uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook, Stupidly Big. We're also at our website, uh, Stupidly Big. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay.
0: that's, that's right. And the Mac Apples Antoon Shop.
1: Oh, wow. And yes. Can I say one thing about Ireland that
0: they got right? Yeah. It wasn't even Irish. They used to have a shop they still do, called Abracabra. Awesome. In O'Connell Street in awesome. Dublin. Yeah. And they sold the world's greatest ever chip buddy, which was just a soft white bap, Yeah. Fries,
1: yeah. And garlic sauce. It sustained me. Thank you for sustaining Stuart during his sheep years. <laughs> See you tomorrow, Farrell. Later. Bye bye.